with that wet ass gushy you know the deal or maybe you don't but if you don't you've come to the right place because we will teach you i will teach the boy we will teach these kids um or grown-ups whatever you are how to be incredibly sexy within the hour you will learn the art of being fine as hell of being super attractive sexy as all hell what's going on it is wlr the 1111 boys, ladies and gents, my name is Billy Ray Valentine, and I've got the dude with me, the Andrew Bello. What's going on, sir? Tell him what's up. Yes, sir. That is me. This week, I'm Utgard Bello. Uh, currently in the Immortal Thor run of comics, Thor has run up against Utgard Thor, Ut- who who is just that he's like the god that the gods worship, right? Like the gods like have a, it's a there's a hierarchy to this shit. They're like. I guess maybe even the those who sit above in shadow will find out, but he's this giant storm beast with a he doesn't even have a hammer. He just has a wheel that just looks like like when Thor's spinning the hammer and it looks like a wheel. Nah, he's just got a wheel and he's just swinging this giant ass wheel and he's even beating Thor's ass. So this week I am Utgard Bellow. I am I'm the Bellow that the Bellow worships. Nevertheless, <laughs> happy to be here with you fellas. As always, on the Wednesday locker room, right here. Are we on the PW Hustle this week, or are we just? Is it just us hanging out? We're just recording. We're just recording. We're just so recording. never mind. <laughs> Fuck the PW Hustle. No, I'm kidding. Never, <laughs> <laughs> never mind on that. Uh, yeah, no. Good to be here on Hamid Media, and shouts to the PW Hustle for that matter. What's going on? What's going on? Do the honor, sir. Okay, and that brings us to our main event of the evening. He comes to us. From the land of the Sun Devil, by way of the Denver airport, he stands at six feet, 6.6 inches tall, weighing in at an unbelievably svelte 666 pounds, all biceps. There they are. Pause for the biceps. Mm. Sorry, I'm reading the script here. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He is the master of the massive memories, the connoisseur of the colossal kajungas, and the hunker of huge hooters. Yeah, it's still Triple H. He's sexy. No, not Triple H. He's stranglery. Strangler. Steve. Boom. Boom. What the fuck's going on, people? 
Nice. What's going on? Thanks, Bells. That was awesome. Your voice didn't crack this week. Congratulations. Yes. Like I'm weeks. so happy. We made it happen. That's the best. And that was a good one, too. You had a good hang time on that as well. <laughs> good. Pretty good. Uh, happy Thanksgiving week, everybody. It's Ooh, kind of a Ooh. cool week getting everybody ready for their turkey dinner. And although I'm not really a big fan of turkey, but whatever, you know, still fun to kind of go and uh, visit the family and uh, we walk in and smell all the good stuff cooking. And uh, I'm actually making a lasagna for, uh, we have a couple of vegetarians oh. in my family. So uh, oh. they're, they're going to have a cheese lasagna that I'm going to make. So I'm going to be prepping that up actually in a little while. So it's oh, delicious. I want some. Yeah. Made by a real Italian. You know, we okay. can't beat that, right? Exactly. If, if, and that's a hell of a point, Striz, I'm, I'm going to let you go back and, and, and take it. But if you are going to have a lasagna, I am sorry. I am a Latin American. Latin Americans cannot make it. While we make decent lasagna, it's pretty good, right? You come here, you're going to have a pretty decent lasagna dish. You want the authentic. You want the real, right? And that's the, the Italians. When an Italian makes a lasagna, that's what you want. That's what you're looking for. Here we go. That's right. Lasagna. It's a spicy meat. Over here. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Tell them. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Like I said, like my brother and his new wife, they're they're vegetarian. My wife's been vegetarian now for probably three years or so. And so they're not going to be eating any turkey. And it's a small group this year, too. Like maybe seven, eight people. And, uh, Stone, so that's an my, impossible just, turkey. Uh, You'll <laughs> you know, be fine. Gross. <laughs> I had impossible. Like I had tofurkey once years ago. It was disgusting. Oh, that sounds uh, like you know, a nightmare. Anyway. It was, this, it was horrible. But I went to Costco earlier this week with my dad, and I'm like, so how big a turkey are we going to get? Like a small one, right? Like, you know, 12, 15 pounds. He's like, no, this one should be good. It was 28 pounds. Yeah. So, Dude, how much did it turkey cost? For a month. What's that? How much did the turkey cost? 99 cents a pound. All right. So, you know, 28 bucks. Not, not terrible for a big ass turkey, you know what I mean? Right? It's but, not uh, like I, I thought that was super expensive. Like the turkeys over here, like thirty five bucks. It, yeah, it, it's more than it used to be. Welcome to Joe Biden's America. Right, 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 right. You know, shrinkflation, and, inflation. you know, inflation. So it is what it is. But still, when you think about how much meat you'll get out of a twenty eight pound turkey, pause. You know, twenty eight bucks really isn't that bad, considering. Like I don't know where you like where you guys live, but the the deli out here it's kind of expensive in Arizona. Freaking bologna is seven dollars and eighty eight cents a pound. Like you can get ribeye steak for cheaper than you can buy bologna for some reason. And I don't damn. Get it, but what are they making this bologna they, out of? I know. So you can have four pounds of bologna or twenty eight pounds of turkey. It's going to be the same price. So you know they can't, can't really complain, even though it's expensive for turkey. It's still relatively cheap. Damn, that's that's expensive. But but whatever we're gonna pay it, you know we're we're gonna pay the money for the turkey. We're gonna make it. I still don't know what a fried turkey tastes like. Um, Neither do I. We need we need to get that Same. done at some point. I know it's like eight million dollars to buy a, a a fried turkey, but get it in now, folks. I mean, go go get your food now. Go get your meat now because in a few years. Everybody's going to be eating insects for tank for Thanksgiving. What's up, Bells? What were we going to say? Uh, approximately six people die every year in the United States attempting to deep fry turkey on Thanksgiving. And yeah, that's if, you're, if you're not, if you don't have a background in cooking, do not attempt to fry right. a turkey. It's a ridiculous job. For, they shouldn't even sell those stupid turkey deep fryers because, like you said, you do it once a year. The thing's been in your garage or whatever, collecting dust. If you don't have like the skills on running a deep fryer, 
and, and you haven't been doing it like for a living, like I actually had for years and years, I can't imagine why they think somebody who doesn't do this for a living will have the ability to understand, like, first of all, the water displacement theory, where you're actually putting a turkey in at uh-huh. a certain amount of volume and the oil rises. Two, they, the, the turkey is either frozen solid or has a big chunk of ice in it. And if you have yep. ice going into a deep fryer, that's a terrible thing. Water in general is terrible for a fryer. I mean, the, the turkey holds a ton of moisture, not to mention the fact that they like just plunge syringes of saline into turkeys to plump them up to make them bigger. And all that water comes out into the fryer and causes the oil to bubble over. So people will always overfill them anyway, going, oh, that's not enough oil. And they look in it thinking, I'm going to put my turkey in there. They're not realizing it's going to rise up over the top of the turkey. But then when you add the ice and the water and all those other things, it's like an, it's like a volcano of hot oil waiting. It's to a happen. literal recipe for disaster. Yeah, yeah. it is. And then people will put the fryers like too close to their house or too close to a car that has gasoline in it. Like nobody thinks about these kinds of things. And they're just like, I'm going to deep fry myself a turkey. And by the way, it takes 45 <laughs> minutes to deep fry a turkey. So it's not like you're putting it in like it's chicken wings and you're going to pull them out in five minutes or French fries would be three minutes. It's 45 minutes the thing has to sit in there for. That's that's major. So yeah. if, you, if you've never ran a fryer before ever in your life, and I'm not talking like, you know, one time during a football, you know, the Super Bowl, yeah. you made like onion rings for your friends. I'm like, if you've never done this like regularly, don't don't attempt it. Just bake it like a normal effing turkey. Because yeah, even if it came out delicious, it's not worth the hassle. Right. Stop, stop thinking you can do this shit. You can barely put one foot in front of another. Knock it the <laughs> fuck off. Okay? Knock it off right now. Right. Anyway. The Survivor well, Series. Thanksgiving comes around. Everybody thinks they're emerald. Right. Fuck out of here, That's bro. Right. Like, man, I'm not frying. I'm not frying a turkey. I'm barely freaking baking one. I think I'm gonna get a freaking chicken. I'm gonna make that instead. Yeah, go, go to Costco, get a rotisserie chicken. They're five bucks. <laughs> they're yeah. delicious. I got. Right. I got to make my own strizz. You know, we're gonna we're gonna make my and and I, I can't eat white rice anymore. You know, so I I'm I'm making farro rice and beans. Oh, there you go. It's really fucking good if you put the beans in. Yeah, farro's pretty good. Yeah, for and, sure. Um, so I'm I'm doing that. You know, we're gonna have a, a, a pork shoulder. We gotta have that. Um, uh, baked macaroni and cheese, which I can't touch, but I'll have a little bit of that. You know, um, you know, you name it, we're gonna have it, man. We're gonna we're gonna have all that shit. I'm gonna have freaking gourmet water, Mountain Valley Spring, because that's all yeah, I. Uh... You have green bean casserole. Is that just way too white for your family? No, 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 no. I don't think we'll have that in the in the home. But but you know, hey, um, if somebody brings it, you know, we'll 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 eat it. But uh, it's not being made at home. You know, with the cranberry sauce. The, the cranberry sauce. Okay. Straight the out Survivor of the can series. or bust. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the Survivor Series is coming up on Saturday, and I have to tell you, gentlemen, I'm very excited. I really am. I, I, all jokes aside, I'm being as serious as I possibly can be right now. I am excited for the Survivor Series. I want to see it. It's going to be cool. I, I, I want to see War Games, of course. And and they did something right for a change of the WWE. And I'm I'm giving all the props to TKO for for putting this together. And maybe okay. maybe Triple H. Maybe I'll give him some props too. But on the cover. Of the Survivor Series poster, guess who is on the cover, guys? One guess, Bells. Who, who's on the cover of this thing? Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. Ah. 
just his face in camouflage. They're like, how? What's? I was at the meetings. I sat down and they told me everything. And they were like, what's the, what's the best way to sell this pay-per-view or, or premium event? What's the best way to do it? And I was like, Cody Rhodes. And everybody just looked around and said, Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes, Cody And boom, that's what they did. They put it on the cover. It was fantastic. You know, um, so now everybody's going nuts about Survivor Series. But I really want to see it. Even if Cody wasn't on the cover, I'd want to see this. This is going to be cool. I'm, I'm really, really... Uh, uh, Looking forward to this. I'm coming to the Striz first, the honker, the hugest hooters. Sir, what do you, what do you think? Are you, are you going to watch first off? I, I know we try to link up for these things and nine times out of 10, it's my fault that I'm not around. Right. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I think I'm going to be there on, a, on Saturday. Are you going to watch? Absolutely. I've never missed a Survivor Series. And I've always considered it when it was just like the four big pay-per-views, it was kind of like, the most boring of the four pay-per-views and the most uninteresting, but right. it's still a pay-per-view and it was always one of the big shows. So yeah, I, I watch it. <clears throat> I, I would hope that they would still have at least one traditional Survivor Series match, like done by elimination style, just to kind of keep some sort of, you know, of the original right, intent right, right. of what Survivor Series was. But mm -hmm. then I'm not sure if they're doing that this year, but two war games matches is a lot of war games matches. And I'm just never really a huge fan of it when it was in WCW, but, uh, you know, it's kind of seemed like it was, it's it's forced to happen. Like they promoted war games before they had any feud that was strong enough to be in a war games match. So then it seems like everything they just make the puzzle pieces fit like the picture they want to make later, rather than already having the picture. So it's a little a little forced for me, but um, you know, yeah, I'll I'll still watch it. I I don't know why you think that's so cool about Cody being on the on the cover because. He was in blackface for that picture. I don't know if you saw that or not, but uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, cultural appropriation to the highest degree, if you ask me. I would say to the nth degree, but I don't want somebody to take that the wrong way either. But, you know, <laughs> blackface is blackface, and uh, Cody should be very ashamed of himself, in my opinion. Well, I mean, I mean, Cody, Cody's half black. You know, he, he married nah, a Latino. The sweet sapphire, ladies and gentlemen. Is his mother? <laughs> I didn't know Sweet Sapphire was. His well, okay. well, I'll be damned. Okay, he's just a common man. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, so, and you know what? You 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 make a good point. Like I, I used to think, out of the big four, right? It yeah. was it was SummerSlam, the Rumble Mania, and Survivor Series. That was the most boring one all the time, all the time. And I'm following this guy. I gotta send you. I gotta send you guys. I said I would, and, and I don't know if I ever did, but I'm doing it again if I did. Um, this this page on Instagram, it's fantastic. I, I, let me look for it, so I could I could let the 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 listeners of WLR in on this because it's just fucking great. Like, all he does is put up old school Saturday Night's main events or whatever pay per view is uh, is coming up, whatever premium event is coming up. Uh, old footage of of those things, and I've been watching old Survivor Series footage on Instagram. I don't know for how long. It's Hulk Hogan. Was it the one with like voiceovers from Vince going, it's the Survivor Series. Yeah, all of that. He names yeah. the teams and shit. Hulk Hogan. They, they do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do that. Yeah. But but then they show pieces of the matches too. I got to find it. I'm, I'm looking for it now. And of course it doesn't come up. Oh, here it is. It is. The name of the guy is Dave, David Anderson. That's the name of the channel. David Anderson. Anderson. And right now it's, it's, uh, uh, earthquake walking to the ring, the natural disasters. It's fucking great. It's fantastic. But anyway, 
Um, I, I was always into war games, but I was more into it because I didn't have the exposure to it. You know, and I would see the Steiners in it and, you know, freaking Sting and all, all these people. I think Muda was in it one year. I don't remember, but I, it was it was almost like this thing that I wanted to watch but couldn't. Then when, you know, um, in, in 95, I think 96, when I got rigged cable and I, I started being able to watch it. But it kind of it, it was still cool, but it kind of lost a little bit of its of its luster. But I'm glad they brought it back and to bring it back for Survivor Series seems key. But it did seem forced to me. And I, I didn't I didn't put it together up until you said it, Striz. Like it was something seemed off about it. Like I was like, it seems like what why is because the teams kind of seem lopsided. Like Cody's team is stacked. You know, the, the judgment day, you know, is, isn't exactly as stacked as the other team. And I'm like going over it in my head. And, I, and now it makes sense. It's forced for the war games. You know, they put it together. Right. I mean, it's still going to go over great. I, I think. I, I think. I. You know, it's going to be good. But I understand. What well, it's Judgment mean. Day and Drew McIntyre. Right, Drew. But what's the other dude? The the, the little guy with the big head. I forget his name. Uh, JD um, McDonough. JD McDonough. I mean, he doesn't fit. You know. No, he, but I mean, I, I we, have, we have to start. We have to start making people. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're absolutely right. Now you, you get no debate from me on gotta that. Get, yeah, gotta right. get dudes in the mix or else they're just never gonna take to the audience and right. we wasted I mean he's been under contract now with WWE for like seven years with NXT UK and all that stuff and NXT itself and you know if if you're not gonna pull the gun on the kid then you you know what what do we I, I think about over seven years the kid's probably made close to at least seven hundred thousand bucks having the low end guarantee with NXT. So you gotta get your return on that somehow. So you gotta throw him in there and be in boys with Finn for so many years. Finn, I'm sure, has vouched for the guy and he's in yeah. decent hand. Oh, he's good. He's that he needs to he needs to bring back some of that money that he's been taking for seven years. Oh, and he's gonna do that with blood, sweat, and tears and matches like this. Point taken. I mean, this is a good opportunity for him. I'm just saying, like yeah. in 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 kayfabe, looking at it, it's like okay, these guys are stacked over there with with Jey Uso. And yeah, they're all single they, stars, right? They're like the biggest baby faces. Well, I mean, that's yeah. what you're supposed to do, you know. And it's like who against who? JD McDonough. Okay, it doesn't quite make sense, but I totally understand, and I hope it works. Bello disappeared. Um, I yeah. wanted to go to him after this, but no, I'm looking forward to that. And I'm looking forward forward to to the women's uh, a war games match. We got two of them, like you said. Not a lot of not a lot of matches in the Survivor Series this year. Uh, no. I think it's like five in total. So these these war game matches are going to take up a huge chunk of time. I can't wait. I hope it's really good. I'm very much looking forward to it. Are you looking forward to the women's one? Yeah, just to see what they do. Like you said, it's, it's interesting because they've never had like. This many Japanese wrestling uh, lady wrestlers all at the same time, and they have all known each other in different places like Stardom and wherever over yeah. the years. And um, you know, so it'd be kind of cool to see them all tagging up together because they a, a few of them had different iterations of tag teams in Japan right. for years, about you know seven eight years ago, nine years ago. So it's kind of cool to see them kind of coming back together. Uh, see what the business they do with Bailey is, whether she's going to turn baby afterwards or not, or. See what happens, you know, with that, and um, you know, I think it's kind of interesting to see what they're going to be doing with Charlotte Flair in there because she's been kind of on the back burner and not really the mainstay player that she's always been up until this last year or so. So it'll be kind of weird to see what happens with that. But uh, yeah. Yeah, the thing that with the uh, matches, it doesn't actually start until everybody's been in the ring, but it takes 
five minutes on every side to get somebody in the ring. So it really does kind of drone on before the bell finally rings to start it. So each of those matches will probably do at least 45 minutes worth of business. So just those two matches alone, plus their packages, will be about almost two hours of the show. Right, so right, if a pay-per-view runs about three hours, that gives you, you know, a whole other hour to play with to have like maybe three other matches and segments to kind of fill it out, you know? Right, absolutely, man. Um, before we get into the predictions, and we will predict Survivor Series, and as usual, put your 401k on the line. Do, do what you need to do. Biden's America shit's falling apart. You want to make some quick money fast? You want to you, you wanna be able to pay for that Thanksgiving dinner that you're putting on that credit card? Listen to the predictions given to the 1111 boys, all right? And, and you go to Vegas, and you bet all your money, and, and I'm, I'm sure you're going to get a return from it, okay? But before we do that, um, and, and we'll wait for Bello to get back at some point. If he doesn't, we'll just keep going. But uh, I want to get your thoughts on Ronda Rousey showing up at AEW. Just first off, it was from what I understand, because I didn't see it. I saw the, the, the clips of it. It's pretty lackluster. They didn't really build it up. They didn't do anything. She just showed up on Ring of Honor. Like all of a sudden, her her uh, her graphic came up, boom, and she comes out. Right? There's that. Yeah. But second, um, was this a good move? I mean, they must have paid her millions to show up. Wow. Ronda Rousey is not taking anything less than millions of dollars to show up. So they must have done that. I don't see what Ronda is going to do for this product. In a, I don't think it, even though I'm a fan of Ronda Rousey in the UFC, you know, um, I'm I'm yeah. a fan of her uh, as a, as a, as an athlete. Not a very good. Uh, I'm not a very big fan of her as a professional wrestler. Don't think she ever really caught on. You know, she never really got it. And that, yeah, I mean, she was thrown into it. You know, but I mean, there's some athletes that have been able to do that. That's not the same for everybody. Maybe after years and years of training. She might have made it there, but she was thrown into the mainstream. And I understand why they did that, because they threw so much money at her. And she is such a or was such a massive star. I think the WWE did a hell of a job at fucking that shit up. I mean, not that Ronda didn't play a part, but the WWE really screwed it up. And now she's in my in my eyes. She's been devalued so much. I don't see the the value in that AEW is going to get back. I don't see why she would be signed. Thoughts, sir? Well, her value is more than in the ring. It's like the, the mainstream tie-out because everybody knows who she is more than anybody. Um, Andrew says he lost his internet at his crib. Sorry, fellas. Tell the peeps. I didn't get the rest of that, but it looks like he might be out for the rest of the show. Um, her, 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 her biggest value is being able to like get things like on ESPN and like the sports channel, like any kind of like mainstream sporting kind of thing because she did do that a bit with WWE and got them to uh, get some, you know, you know, main player footage on non-wrestling TV shows. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So right. that that's where her biggest value is. I think it's kind of a wasted opportunity for have her one is just be an unadvertised thing on a Ring of Honor show. If I was going to do it, it would have been like maybe as the hook to lead into a pay per view where right. you knew she was going. Oh my God, Ronda Rousey is going to be at the pay per view and make her an AEW player rather than a Ring of Honor player, but. What the fuck do I know? But it, and it would have been in a big situation. Like maybe you, she would have been the one that got Jade Cargill to tap out. You know, after sixty and zero with the TBS title and stuff like that. Like you gotta, you only have one time to have it be new. Yeah. So let it have as much impact as possible, and then they can talk about it 
on you know the sports segment of the local news the next day. You know, Ronda Rousey shows up to WWE competitor AEW. You know, just only you know two months after leaving WWE, then oh, I'll have to watch. I'll have to check that out sometime. Even if people don't check it out, at least it's out there. Like people know, right. oh, there's something else besides WWE. I should tell my nephew about that. You know what I mean? Like that's that's how you get the word out. Not everybody knew what WWE was for years, but right. you know, by doing things like that over and over and booking guys like Mr. T and outside talents and things, they people said, Oh, you know, wrestling's kinda cool. Well it's edgy. Well, I like that. It's kind of fresh and different. It's not my grandfather's wrestling anymore where you watch a one hour match that's in a headlock for forty five minutes of it, you know, like right. show people that it's progressed and stuff. But like having Rhonda there, like you know, she's friends with uh Marina Shafir, who's uh Roddy Strong's wife who was an MMA fighter so i'm sure there was a little bit of uh you know helping getting her over there and uh you know at least listening to the offer anyway like hey these guys are good they treat us really well you you know it won't be like wwe in these ways a b c and d and you'll make a lot of money and you'll make as, at least as much of or if not more than wwe is paying you and that's going to perk her ears up because there's way less work you know that the matches are shorter uh you know it's an easier night essentially for the same or better money, then how, how do you say no to something like that? And if you get to be a, you know, a part-time player like a Logan Paul and like show up for the big shows, get a big paycheck, do as little work as possible, then who's saying no to that? I mean, right. it's not, it's not great for the wrestling fan, but you know, you've already gotten to see her fought for, you know, four years full time. And like you said, WWE at almost every turn, couldn't do anything, but just make her softer and softer. And uh, right. having losses to girls like Liv Morgan, didn't help her brand at all. Right. But she, you know, she had to lose to somebody. And at the time, you know, with people out on injuries or other girls who are maybe bigger names who are in other feuds, they can't everybody just drop what they're doing to, like, you know, have Ronda put you over or whatever. So it's going to be done, you know, for whatever reason. They chose Liv Morgan twice to, to beat her. And, uh, you know, it just was what it was, you know. It's about what you got out of it. By, by, by then, she would already kind of, like, had her best days or whatever like she three years of like like when she first came in and had the feud with stephanie mcmahon one stephanie was such a hot heel that she finally would get comeuppance from somebody right not just from anybody the girl who was going to be the only first you know female uh hall of famer in the ufc and she's going to snap stephanie's arm and stephanie yeah. stole the living shit out of the whole match just being afraid to even be across the ring from her and then when she's in the ring, Stephanie's putting her over, going, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." Like it was like it was so good because Stephanie McMahon is a head and shoulders above a better worker than any other McMahon that's ever laced a pair of boots. It was just because she could sell so well, it made you believe. Oh my gosh, she really must. She's afraid she's going to get her arm snapped because she's <laughs> like begging her, "Please, please!" And then she pulls the arm back and tapping immediately. You know, it was, it was great. Stephanie really made her that night, made Ronda Rousey. And that was like the, the send-off. It's just that her first person that she beat was the pinnacle girl. There's yeah. nobody who's going to be a bigger name than Stephanie McMahon that you're that you're beating, and you beat her on night one. So <laughs> where do you go from there? Yeah, you win the title six times, and, you know, you, you, like, what are you going to do? You're going to uh, fight Alexa Bliss, who's five feet tall and 106 pounds. I mean, who do you think is going to win? But 
you know, it's, it's tough when you start at the top, the only way to go is down eventually. And that's true. This is just the slow decline for four years, but you know, it was, it was a good memory and everything. Her entrances were good and her, her WrestleMania moments were fun and entertaining. And I'm sure she made a lot of money. Oh yeah. And uh, you know, maybe she'll get reinvigorated and maybe she'll be um, inspired in a way that didn't happen in WWE over an AEW, you know, and she's still young enough where she could have, at least another five years of doing oh, that. Absolutely. It's just a matter of, you know, who are you going to put her with and why, and, you know, how are you going to build this to where people will believe that the person she's working with stands a chance? I, I, um, I, I don't know. I think she got, she has two years, three years tops and she's out. Right. And she's going to get paid. I mean, she's already getting paid. She, she has probably guaranteed money, you know? Um, I mean, good for her. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying, I, I don't know what AEW is going to get out of this. I, I don't I don't think AEW is going to know what to do or how to do it with Ronda Rousey, unfortunately. Um, and you can't have her in there beating guys either. No, you know? no, because no, then no. you're sacrificing two locker rooms. There's enough her. women. I, 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 you know, I, I think you make a really good point. Uh, I would have me running AEW, owning AEW, and, and listening to that something like that, I, I would have been like, yeah, that's a great idea. Before Jade Cargill leaves, Ronda Rousey comes out, taps her out, takes the belt, get going. That's She's the only one as far as Jade that, is, that had that kind of clout, even though you could tell, even a fan, I think, could tell that Jade was very green just with her movements in the ring. Yeah. But, hey, they, they did a good job booking her and keeping her strong at 60 at home. And, I think I would have done that over Chris Statlander being the one that that beat her because I agree. Chris had already been out for a year on injury, and you know it just it was a strange decision to make. With, with, with Cargill, actually, they you, you're you're right. They did an excellent job. They they put her in a position where WWE was yep. that interesting, right? And yep. that and that so many fans of the WWE already knew who she was, right? They they put her in that position. She's a juggernaut because of the way she right. was. Over at and, and, and just, just the eye test, you just look at her and go, "That's wrong." A yeah, well, mega star. right? She's a, she's a beast. But I, I would have had Ronda Rousey come out and beat the trash out of out of uh, Sky Blue immediately or something. Just <laughs> beat the trash out of her. You well, know, would you would you uh, would you book her as? Uh, um, as she's a, a heel. heel. Yeah, heel. Okay. The whole fucking time, she's so unlikable, bro. She has to be a heel. You know. I think I think you're right. I think that'd be the best thing is to get her on top of the belt. Yeah. Have her be a, a heel. Just she just jobs. Yes. All the workers for being phony as fuck. Right. And can't touch her. So finally, when somebody comes in there, no matter who it is, the the day they finally beat her and take the belt off her after two years of right, right, right. hearing this bullshit, like the place would come unglued. Exactly. Well, you set it all up so like at Wembley next year is when she finally does the job and passes the the belt off. Right, right, right. And build somebody strong to be able to do it. Well, there you yeah. go. Let's see what the hope they don't get hurt. Do. Yeah, hope so. Let, let, let's see. Let's see what happens. But uh, I, I was shocked to see her over there. And I was like, oh, look at this. But but still, it was it wasn't. There was nothing to it. She just came out. You know, then and then the music came on. Okay, she's in Ring of Honor. All right. So what? Was she using the same Joan Jett song? Yeah, same exact thing. Oh, all things. Another thing before we get into Survivor Series, and right after this, we'll get into Survivor Series. Then we'll do shoutouts. Then we'll get out of here. Will Offspray, um, and and uh, he he signed with AEW. Now I, I thought that was a mistake too. Um, I I don't I mean not for AEW. I think it's it's a steal for AEW. I think it mm-hmm. it's a mistake for Will Offspray. 
You know, um, WWE was heavily interested in the guy. I, I think he should have signed with the WWE. I think they would have maximized him. They would have put him in a position where he would have been a had the potential. He's a good looking dude. Will Ospreay is not a bad yeah. looking guy. He's a marketable guy. He has some charisma. He can wrestle his ass off. I don't think he would have ended up like mm-hmm. Ricky. I think he would have. They would have used him, right? I think they would have used him, and um, I think he. I, I don't know what 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 he will do with AEW. Yeah, so they give him the AEW title at what? Like, what's going to happen there? He's already right. been on AEW television, and 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 it's been lackluster to say the least. He's been on Dynamite how many fucking times? It doesn't even feel like a new signing because he's been there. You know, so at least to me, he's been on television. They're like, oh, he signed with AEW. Wasn't he already with AEW? I got to right. see him so many fucking times already. You know, so um, and, and I guess he gets to still wrestle for New Japan from time to time. But I think he made a mistake. I think he should have went with the WWE. He's still a young guy, so maybe he can maximize that and maximize his uh, his uh, his stay over at AEW to further leverage, you know, a, a better deal with the WWE. But this guy wrestles a style where where he's liable to get hurt. You know, and and he's done it before, so I, I don't know what's going to happen to him. I think he should have signed with the WWE. Give me your thoughts. Sir. Well, um, I don't think he is that young of a guy. I think he's in his early thirties now. That's not yeah. too young for a wrestler. But um, maybe this WWE didn't come with the offer that he was hoping to have, knowing that he's only got maybe you know five or six years left to do this, and um, you know he had been injured quite a few times and had to change his style because of it. So. You know, maybe he's just like, well, if I, if I can only get another five years out of this, AEW's money is going to be better regardless of, you know, what, you know, organization I'm in. But I was actually hoping to see him have a uh, feud with Logan Paul because I think the two of them would have had a Ooh. tremendous right. match together or a good feud anyway. That could have really helped put uh, Osprey on the map. How crazy is that to think how long Osprey's been working and what he can do and his talent and what he's done in Japan over the years. And I think that Logan Paul who's only literally had a cup of coffee in pro wrestling would be the guy to help carry him. <laughs> uh, you know, a match that could help make, you know, Osprey in the eyes of a WWE fan. Right. But why not? I mean, imagine if Logan Paul dropped a U.S. title to Osprey. Mm. That'd be think, pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, we're not going to see that now. But, uh, you know, that may, he knows he must know what he's doing. I don't think he's a schmuck by any chance. You know, any means he survived the business for this long already and kind of knows where his bread is buttered. And I'm sure he looked, if WWE did have an offer, I'm sure he held them side by side and said, well, you know, this is going to be better for my family. So I'll just stay, stay with where I am. Cause it's a system I know. And I have some room to breathe here. You know, they give me, you know, um, carte blanche in my matches. I can pretty much do whatever I want. I can even book my own feuds if I have a good idea. Whereas in WWE, the reins are a lot tighter, right. but you know, there's a lot more eyeballs on the product. So I think, Dynamite, Dynamite only got 250,000 viewers last week or some oh. horrible, horrible number like How? that. They went from a million to 250,000. Well, have you seen the product lately? I mean, there's really oh, no there's God. no, there's no vision here. There's no long-term plan. It's just uh, matches for the sake of matches and just no um, structure to the show. Right. And it's just, it's just, um, it's just willy-nilly. Two hours of flying by the seat of your pants trying to figure it out on the fly. At least that's how it feels to a long-term viewer like myself, you know? It just yeah, doesn't yeah. seem like there's any kind of real long-term overarching thing to get anybody anywhere. It's just a, let's have a match with team. This guy who wasn't hasn't been on TV in, you know, six months 
versus this guy who was on TV three weeks ago. Like you see Miro and they go, oh my God, I forgot he was there. Yeah. Because they're doing some, he's very rarely on. And when he is, it's like, the whole thing is about his wife, but nobody gives a crap that his wife is there. You know, she just started there maybe a month ago and it's, it's already cold. Right. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody cares. And nobody cares because the second she was still in WWE and gave up the Russian accent, everybody went, well, it's a character. Fuck this. Fuck me for believing it. Yeah. You know, the, nobody cared. Okay, well, you're not going to get me next time. You know what I mean? Like, people were involved and <clears throat> they wanted to see, like, the, the original Rusev and Lana, yeah, yeah, yeah. who they think is from Russia or whatever, even if it's Bulgaria or whatever. Or you know, she's from Russia, he's from Bulgaria. It didn't matter. They were playing it out. And it was They were doing such a great job with it. And then they shit on their own business by telling the world they were engaged when nobody needed to know that. They did that on their own Instagram without running it by the office. The office saw it, crushed their angle, separated them, put them on different shows, and had her making out with Bobby Lashley on TV for six weeks, <laughs> getting black makeup all over her face because Bobby's makeup was getting all over her. It was horrendous. So then, like... Miro leaves and then goes to AEW, leaving her by herself, CJ Perry and WWE getting through, you know, put through tables for six to eight weeks in a row from Nia Jax before they finally let her go. Right. It was ridiculous. She never should have become a wrestler. She should have just stayed a manager. I don't know why she felt like she had to get in the ring. I want to show everybody what I can do. It's like, no, no, no. Your strong suit is what you were doing before you gave up the entire gimmick. Right. You thought it'd be cooler to show everybody your real side. But fans only want to see the real side of a wrestler until they see it and go, eh, that character was That sucked. Right, right, right. It's like a kid on Christmas who, like, three days before Christmas has to find out where the gifts are being hidden. And then you go and you look and you find all the gifts, and then there goes the surprise. Christmas is ruined. And now, you know, your mom's like, why are you so upset on Christmas? Because nothing excites you. No, I saw it all three days ago. But you can't tell them that because then you get in trouble. Right. That's exactly what a wrestling fan does. Is he wants to see like how the sausage is made, but once you see how sausage is made, you say you swear you never eat sausage again. Right, but right. like they, they want to read the sheets and find out what happens ahead of time instead of just sitting back and be being excited because they want to tell their friend how much they know right. what's going to happen. It, it's a very strange person, the wrestling fan. Man, you know, so it's a very very strange individual. Right. But like right. If, if you just sit and watch it as a fan, just like if you're watching Big Bang Theory, would you would you sign up to read a sheet? Because Big Bang Theory is produced months in advance to find out what happens throughout the entire season so you can tell your fan three minutes before it happens that you knew it was going to happen. Well, Only in wrestling course. does that happen. Yeah, it, you know, it's, it's, you know and, and um, I, I used to be like, I think everybody, right? Because you, you get to a point where you want to you wanna know uh, uh, that, I mean, it, you, you get to decode, right? You, you're decoding the wrestling. It, it, it's almost like like going to Washington D.C. and decoding the the the, like the national free, treasure, right? The Freemasonic symbols on the wall, yeah, right? Yeah. And you feel some type of way about it, right? But but um, I'm a grown man now, right? So I I I understand what professional wrestling is, and I want to just sit back and watch it, right? And suspend my disbelief. It's kind of fun, right? But but I have friends to this day, friends that are older than I. Or my age, right? That uh, will still tell me, "I told you so." I told you. I told you. Like I mean, at the littlest thing, you know that they, they may call something. I I don't know. Whatever. I told you. 
I told you, I told you. And, and it, it's just like, stop it. You know, like, yeah, okay. watch it's a very strange program. thing. Right. Just why. And, and you're right. It, it's, it's something, it's not exclusive to professional wrestling fans, but it's prevalent amongst professional wrestling fans. For so where else is that, on that kind of a level, where else does that happen? I don't, I honest, can't even I don't, I don't know. Right. I, 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 like I, people who spend money to get shit from Meltzer, who's not in the business, has never been in the business, will never be in the business, right. has never taken a bump, has never worked a match, has never been in a locker room in, in the way that an actual real true professional is. All he does is just guess because he's watched enough wrestling where he feels like he can kind of tell where an angle is going. So he tries to gonna go ahead, get ahead of the angle to see where is this going to go. And then when it doesn't go that way, he goes, yeah, they changed their mind. And that gets him off the hook every time. Yeah, Like, I can't believe that people will pay their hard-earned money to hear a guy guessing about what's going to happen in wrestling. It just makes no sense to me. But it happens. Hey, people it happens. watch it. People yeah. watch He's been making a career off of doing that for 30 years now. 40 we we should have done that 30 years ago, man. I, I just don't have the vision for it. I mean, like, nobody's going to want to hear me talk about professional wrestling yes they they did they did want to hear me talk about professional i could have made money i could have made money and could have been a contender <laughs> i could have been a contender rock um but but still um regardless uh i wanted your thoughts on that i, I wanted to know um i uh i love will osprey i think the guy's amazing let's hope uh, he does uh, great things in AEW. you know but um i don't, I don't know man i don't know i, I don't know what I do know is I really want to watch Survivor Series this weekend. And I have the card in front of me right now, Striz, and you All will right. tell the people okay. what you think, who you think is going to win. And listen, write down the pads. I mean, break out the pads and pens. It's time. Start writing all this stuff down because this podcast will self-destruct immediately <laughs> after we finish. So you won't have access to the predictions. This is big time. A lot of money, baby, is about to be made for you, uh, for you people to pay for the turkeys that you're gonna buy uh, on Thanksgiving. The first match, and I wish Bella was here for this, because it it it, it would have been amazing just to tell him how much the Miz sucks and how he doesn't stand a fucking chance. <laughs> the Miz versus Gunther for the IC title, uh, ladies and gents, a singles match for the WWE Intercontinental Title. I mean, come on. Or gone conclusion, yeah. but tell, tell me yeah. what happened. Yeah, Gunther's going to take it, but it'll be a good match because the Miz can pull it out, and uh, mm. it's kind of cool to see the fans actually reacting to the Miz as a baby face. It's interesting, and um, I like when the Miz turns baby here and there. It's, it's kind of fun, <laughs> and uh, the crowd still gets behind him, man. He, that's that's the sign of a good worker. He's been doing this over twenty years, and he can be a heel for eight years, and then, then for like thirty days, there'll be a baby face. will <laughs> be right there. To yeah. cheer him on. If that doesn't show you, show you the level of worker that he is, I don't know what to tell you, but I'm sure it'll be a great match. It'll be back and forth, and he'll struggle, and he'll crawl, and he'll show that he wants it, and he's got the heart, but unfortunately for him, the Gunther is going to continue his streak. Gunther will go over clean, ladies and gents. It's going to be a clean victory, in my opinion. If I was booking this, I'd have Gunther run the fuck through him. Run, Gunther beat the trash out of Drew McIntyre, all right? Yeah. Like, uh, Drew freaking McIntyre. So I would have him roll through The Miz. And to give The Miz a little bit of credit here, everything that Strizz says was absolutely right. Uh, the guy is the ultimate overachiever. I tell my wife this all the time. I'm like, The Miz has overachieved in life. 
He should not have this money. He should not have this career. He should not have that wife, but he's got all of them. And it's because he's worked really hard and he's super passionate. So good for him. Uh, Nobody's going to tell that guy no. No. Oh, and he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. He, oh, absolutely. He's, he's, he's bordering on mainstream crossover. He's going to be hosting shows when he's not in professional wrestling. He's good for the rest of his life. I've seen yeah. his mansion like uh, on television. He's, yeah, he's it's, good. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And, uh, and, and I can't hate on that. So yeah, good. No, hey, good for that guy, man. Good for you, brother. Right. Rhea Ripley versus Zoe Stark. Singles match for the Women's World Championship. Okay. And uh, Striz, I'm going to let you take it first. Mommy yeah, versus Zoe Starks. What's going on here? This will be the female version of Gunther going over <laughs> on the Miz where Rhea Ripley firmly right. keeps her title. Right. Because there's not, I'm, I'm sorry, and I don't mean any disrespect by this, but there's no money on Zoe Stark. No, 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 no. There, you're, you're right. There, it's not, there's not, it's not disrespect. It's just the truth. And uh, there's a Rhea Ripley, again, should roll through Zoe Starks, right? Z- yeah. Zoe Starks should mount some offense here and there, you know, make it a little exciting. But Rhea it's a Ripley, double heel match, too. Right. <laughs> it is a double heel match. But but Rhea, Rhea is kind of a. Yeah, she's, she's, the baby she's kind yeah. of a tweener, yeah. right? Like the people love her. She's over as fuck, right? So mm-hmm. yeah. nobody's going to want to see uh, Zoe Starks win this. Everybody's going to be behind mommy, you know? I really feel like they could turn Dom and Rhea babyface. Put them yeah. off on their own, and people would freaking love them. Yeah, they would. Even though, they even would. though, like Dom has been a douchebag to Ray and everything like that, I feel like they could still do it, and they'd make a fortune. Oh, of course they would. They would. They absolutely would. They're the two. Could you imagine the the SummerSlam where a match made in heaven and a match made, <laughs> match in, hell. made in hell? <laughs> and the match made in hell of heaven is Dom. Dom has finally asked Rhea to marry him, and she right. said yes. And we're gonna watch them. Uh, you get married at SummerSlam, and they can come out to the same song that Macho and Elizabeth oh. did. There's a song, Forever, Forever. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be awesome. It would be and awesome. Dominic can wear a big like gold foil suit with a big hat with an ostrich feather coming out of the side, just like Randy <laughs> Savage did. Yo, oh, I was be, looking at the Macho Man's, uh, Man's get-up er- earlier this week. Because he went, you know, he had the 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 tights, not the tights, the the briefs with the with the three stars and the mm-hmm. Macho Man on the back. That's the classic, right? Yeah. But then he started wearing all this other crazy crap. It was Seth Rollins before it was Seth Rollins, but he really yeah. pulled it off. You know, he 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 pulled it off. The Macho Man did. Um, but still, he was wearing all types of crazy stuff. Um, yeah, he did that stuff to kind of take off of it because he was not going to be on the gas forever, so it was kind of distracting. With the yeah. colors and the patterns and everything and ribbons and all stuff hanging off of them, yeah. Right, that, excellent. It, it worked though. It worked. It did. It absolutely worked. All right, match number three. This is the big one, sir. The yes, big sir. one. This is the reason everybody's tuning in. This is the reason that Cody Rhodes is on the front cover. And listen, what, what we're saying here is gospel. This is the way it's going to go down. If you're going to go bet some money, you go do that. Okay. If you lose, it's not our fault. But if you win. It's all because of us, the 11-11 boys. All right, cool. Here we got Cody Rhodes, the, the head of the table, the great white hope, uh, and uh, Seth freaking Rollins, Jay Uso, Zami Zayn, and Randy Orton versus The Judgment Day. Damian Priest, Finn Balor, Dirty Dominic Mysterio from Cell Block D. You know the deal, thug extraordinaire, <laughs> the champion of North America, of all of North America, 
Dirty Dom, and J.D. McDonough, and Drew McIntyre. I am looking forward to it in, in uh, what is it, in, in the two cages, ladies and gents, in war games. I can't wait. I can't wait. What's up, sir? What are you thinking? Well, I'm going to say that I'm going to spare Judgment Day in the loss, and I'm going to say that Randy Orton pins uh, Drew McIntyre. Mm. Now, can you mm. set them off on their own little bit of business where they Judgment Day can say, hey, we didn't lose that match, you know, he did, and then they, they're, you know, kind of saves them a little bit. But that's the, but the baby faces go up in the end and uh, gets everybody ready for the Royal Rumble. The baby faces definitely go up. I agree with you there. I don't know who's going to pin who. Um, but that's plausible, right? Randy comes over, gets a big one. The, mo- the most likely to get pinned here is Jamie McDonough. That's why I said no, because it's just seems it's, 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 right. who do they beat at that, at that rate, you know? Yeah, that's, that's the easy way out, right? So yeah. um, let, let, let's see what develops. But it's gonna, I think it's gonna be a good match. I can't wait, Shriz. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited for this. Uh, and it, we're leading into the Royal Rumble, so I, I just can't wait. That's dope. Okay, second War Games match of the night: Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, Shotzi, and Becky Lynch. That that's a squad, right? Versus mm-hmm. versus Damage Control. Bailey, Asuka, EO Sky, and Carrie Zane. All right, the, the Asian sensation. I don't know what's mm-hmm. called the, the the Yakuza. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I would call them. I, I need them <laughs> to turn on Bailey right now. That's what I need them to do. Like beat the living trash out yeah. of them. So oh. Bailey has to cause the loss then. Yes. Or yeah, she have has to be the one that loses or tries to she sacrifices somebody else to save her own hide. Right. Causing like Kyrie Sane to get pinned or something like that, or Oscar to get pinned. One of the newer girls, or you all know Io Sky too, because she's the latest champion. Right. You know, if she got, if she were to get pinned, like either way, any of those girls getting pinned because Bailey tried to save her own ass could cause the the friction. So right. it doesn't matter which baby face does it, so long as Bailey is part of the finish. And uh, you know, the only problem is, is like if everyone's talking about this Bailey turning baby face, Bailey turning baby face, what's going to happen? The hugger, the hugger. But it, she's such a heel that if she causes the loss, how does that make her the baby face? Because she didn't want to be the one to lose for the team and then ends up sacrificing one of her own team members to do it for her. It's kind of hard to feel sympathy when all the other girls beat her down because of doing something like that. So <laughs> I, I don't know where that leaves it, but this, I do feel like she'll have something to do like in the, with the finish in that kind of regard. I agree. So so we're, we're both taking Bianca Belair's team, right? Yeah. So far, Striz and BRV are locked in unanimously, giving the undisputed predictions without a doubt. This is the way it's going to go down. If Striz and I agree, that's the way it's going to go down. There's going to be no change. No change like the Twilight Zone. Okay. Last match of the night on this card, which will probably be the opener, is Carlito versus Santos Escobar. Um, Singles match. This could go up anyway. I I think... uh, I think that's going to make Santos. Right. Yeah. So we're, we're right Carlito's there. Carlito's there to help get guys over right now. They're, yeah, not, they're yeah. not building Carlito. He's right, right, right. established. Yeah. And this is to get Santos some heat. So hopefully when Ray gets back from his injury, they'll, they'll have a little bit, as much heat as possible. Though, so when they go finally go at it, like maybe it's a rumble or maybe I know he's going to be out for a few months. So they just keep giving Escobar wins until they're ready to have the payoff. Right. I agree with you 100. Um, I miss uh, – 
I miss uh, Hijo del Fantasma. I miss the chocolate sí. champ. Yo I, también. I, yo también, exactly. Chocolate. I, I miss it. I really do. I, he was one of my favorites under that mask in AAA. Me too. One of my favorites to watch. He's still good, you know, but he's missing something for me at Santos Escobar. I know this wasn't his choice, but whatever. What's up? At least he's a good-looking guy. Eh, I mean, I guess that's debatable. Whatever. Right. You know? And his English is really good, too. I was surprised yes. how, well, how good his English is. Good yeah. for him. Yeah. You know, but uh, ultimately... Um, the 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 what is it? Uh, El hijo del fantasma was my favorite. That's my favorite incarnation of anything that he's done. So, but unanimously, the eleven eleven boys. See, if Bella was here, he'd have completely screwed that up. He would have went for the Miz. You know, he yeah. would have sent something dumb like Cody Rhodes is gonna get pinned, something stupid like that. And he would have picked Carlitos. You know, it would have thrown us completely off. But since he's <laughs> not here. We are 100% in sync, and uh, and that's the way it's going to go down. So when you make some money, the Shriz and I would like a cut, okay? That's right. We'll take 10% of your winnings. Thank you very much. It's really not that much if you think about it. <laughs> it's not. It's really not that much, considering you didn't have the money in the first place, right? Right. And, and, we gave right. you the answer to the test. Exactly. Case. Come on, jackass. Hook us up. Okay. That's it. That's what we got. Let's do the shout-out, sir. What do we got? All right. Well, I tweeted out... Uh, to reply with um, what you're doing for Thanksgiving or what you're thankful for for Thanksgiving. Right. And we had people send like their videos in. I said, keep it under 30 seconds. I think only four people uh, sent them in this week. So if you want to bring those up on the screen, we can run through them fairly quickly. All right, let me look at this. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's the, well, actually, there's three usuals and finally JVD. Jose Van Dam was able to get it in because I tweeted it out extra early to make sure that he could get it in. And lo and behold, he actually did. So it's kind of cool to hear him for the first time. So, you know, uh, let, let me take see. a little bit of time. To, sorry to interrupt you, Strange, to talk to the 1111 crew, right? And, and, and all you people, there's plenty of you that listen to the show and watch this show. A lot more of you than, than have been submitting videos. And I understand it takes a little bit longer. When, when Striz would, would just put out something, 8 million people would be like, hey, we want to shout out. And now there's fucking four of you. Okay. But put in a little bit of effort, damn it, is all I'm saying. Uh, go ahead, Striz. Yeah. I mean, it's just a way for us to get to know the listeners better. That's all it is. It's not like we're trying to like fucking get one over on you. I thought it'd be fun to be able to have you have your voice on the show. Right. You know, I thought it'd be interesting. I, Especially the like the longtime listeners, you know what I mean? Like the ones that had always been around for shouts. So it's kind of surprising to see so few this week. We used to get but, uh, 40 you know, and 50, 40, 50 freaking shouts. Sometimes we used to spend a half hour on shout outs. Yeah, I guess we're just not over like we used to be, buddy. We should, I guess we should cancel the show. Once we start asking for videos, oh my God. You know, people are like, oh no, it's too much. It's too much. <laughs> Uh, and like yeah. I said, it only takes you 30 seconds or less to do it. And it's a yeah. kind of a cool thing. Like you get this, you can play it for your family members. Look at that. I got all of us on the podcast. Listen to this, what I said, you know. <laughs> well, tell me when you're ready, Stris. Yeah, go ahead. This is Bobo. Bobo. Everybody knows Bobo now. Everybody's so, favorite buddy. Freemason. Look at, look at, is, is he really a Freemason? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's, he's, he's the, he's the, uh, the mole back to the, uh, Lodge telling everybody what we're up to. You know, Bobo, we can't have you on the show anymore. I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry. I didn't know. I, I almost wish I didn't know. Like still, you know, so, so I, I can, shouldn't have said to me. Right. And, and and now now we do know. We we know that you you are the, the handler to the eleven eleven boys, and we just can't have that. Damn. All right, let's see what develops here. Let's play this. All right. Let's go back. Here you go. Here we go. Thank you for this here. Honestly, I have a happy, healthy family. Happy Thanksgiving, love and love and grace. Now, yeah, secret Mason stuff. For me. <laughs> <laughs> that that was pretty dope. That was pretty yeah. dope. Um, Bobo, what's good? That was dope, bro. And and, and it's not that secret. All right, and stop, stop flashing, <laughs> stop flashing the freaking ring. Okay, yeah. stop doing that. Um, and, and uh, good for you, bro. That's freaking dope. Like, it, it was, it was really nice, you know, that he has a, a happy, healthy family. Yeah, absolutely, That's fantastic. You know, and uh, and uh, all your secrets are available online. If you just want to dig, you can go straight to thirty-second degree Mason if you want. Now, I, I ordered, um, you know. Uh, my my karma and dogma book last week on amazon.com <laughs> just carried around with me at all times you know, like a 30 second degree mason right so. manly p hall gave up everything years yeah, ago bro. okay pretty much we're gonna we're gonna be playing some of that on freeworld.fm you know, awesome his, his lectures are amazing oh, that's what i was about to, to say be quite like, frank. Like you want i mean even there's there are people that think that masons are evil clearly babo is not evil right, right. obviously and, Right, and um, uh, listen to what Manly P. Hall has to say, man. There is knowledge in there, you know. Whether Absolutely. it's true or not is different, but the knowledge is there. What were you going to say, Shane? Right. Not, oh, nothing. Other than, like, you know, Bobo's a good dude. He, he probably gets something out of being a Mason and being a, a, a supportive member of his community and does lots of great things for people. So, you know, you have to. there's two sides to every coin. And for the guys who probably – look at Freemasonry as having some nefarious ties or whatever. There's also people that are there to help their communities and right. be better people. Right. Well, there's two sides to every shorts. Babo has the upside. I have the downside. Right. Um, <laughs> see if anybody caught that. Thank you from the 1111 boys, brother. What's up, buddy? Thank you. Oh, who do we All have? Right. All right. This is everybody's favorite chimera. Here's Mandir. Mandir. What's going on, sir? My favorite chimera. Let's see what he has to say. This Thanksgiving, I'm thankful for my daughter Katrina. Dope. All my friends and family. And my lifelong friend Vito for giving me a place to live oh. after, you know, breaking up with my girlfriend. But I'm also thankful for all the poontang I've been getting. Ooh. Oh my God, it's been raining. <laughs> <laughs> 11 boys for life. Dope. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. sweet for my daughter. How's about a little poontang? <laughs> Straight from the Mandir's mouth. Sweet thing. How's about a little poontang? I, I don't know where I heard. I think that was Howard Stern that used to play that song. Wow. Um, but fantastic. Good for you, Mandir. Yep. Running up on all, all the female deers in the forest and, and doing the thing. <laughs> we see you, buddy. Um and and shouts to your boy for giving you a place to stay. The yeah, that's pretty cool. Salute you, sir, and your friend and your beautiful daughter. Thank you for thank you for listening and thank you for supporting everything that we do. We we really appreciate you. We appreciate Bobo as well very much. Thank you guys. Uh, who we got next, Riz? Who this? 
All right. Well, I think we have uh, Jose Van Dam next. Mm. Here he is. There's that guy. Look at him. Nothing like I pictured him. If this spell's not here, I'll say it. J V D. That's that dude, Jose Van Dam. What's going on, brother? Let's see what he has to say. So I'm most thankful for my wife who just holds it down while I'm at work. You know, I work all night. I sleep all day. And uh, she takes care of the house, the kids, the bills, everything. It just takes a lot off my plate. So I'm very thankful for her. And also for you guys for entertaining me overnight while I'm working, whether it be the locker room, Wednesday locker room, uh, the Infinite Fringe, oh. or even Bellows old Cancel This Political Podcast. You know, you guys have been with me for years, and I appreciate everything you guys do. So cheers. That was so cool. That's yeah, so dude, cool that was with awesome. me, That was so cool, man. If, if we ever yeah. do launch that uh, premium Infinite Fringe, I'm going to give you access to it. But I, I don't know. You know me. I go back and forth on shit like this, man. But, but <laughs> this hey, you're going to make a living. <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, I'm, just, I'm the fucking worst. Um, but I did put up a new episode on JFK. It was dope. Awesome. Um, so uh, Jose and Dan, man, it was dope to yeah, see man. you bro, doing yeah. your thing. Driving the roads of the United yeah. States. Keep it Shout America rolling, you. buddy. Right. Keep America rolling. Shout to your wife. He's, at home. He's away from home a lot. And yeah. it's a real sacrifice having a job like that because it's almost like the job owns you in a little bit. But uh, oh, he's been doing it for years and years. And we we really thank you for listening to us for that long. And, uh, Absolutely. You know, we hope you have a happy Thanksgiving with your family and uh, yeah, thank you for being a supporter for so many years. Yeah, man, we appreciate you, buddy. Uh, and, and I'll try to put out some more fringes, man, a little bit more regularly so you have something to listen to. I put, I put out two in two weeks, you know, so we're going to try to close the year strong. Um, nice. And, and, and uh, you know, um, with Striz here, who's been spearheading this, we've been able to put out. Uh, WLR and having fun while we're doing it. So I, I hope that helps you out. Hey, uh, subscribe to America Unplugged, man. We do that every Saturday. Without fail, somebody's doing it. If I'm not there, somebody's doing it. You know, so um, that, that that's constant content. And Don Jeffrey's show is on there too. Also, freeworld.fm. Don't forget, man, we're, we're starting to roll now. I mean, it's up. You know, you can tune in. You, you have something to listen to 24-7 just about. Not yet, not yet, but soon. Um, but sporadically, you will find live shows through there. So go, go there now. That goes for everybody. All right, Jose. Beautiful, buddy. God bless. Yeah, great job, buddy. Let's see. Who do we got here? Last Who's but that? not least, who actually oh. came in first. I got to give him credit. He's always the first one in. Everybody's favorite Texan, J. Rizzy Min. J. Riz. What up, buddy? How you doing? All right. Let's see what's up here. What's up, 11 boys? Um, I am thankful that I get to travel to go see my parents for thanksgiving Dope. and that wednesday is my birthday and guess who's not driving <laughs> i'm also thankful that my son is driving wow fantastic happy birthday right yeah, come happy on birthday, buddy. Ride. happy birthday to the dad bod god jay riz what's going on buddy man um thank you for for listening uh, have fun with your parents, you know, and, and, and doing your thing and traveling. Good for you, buddy. Very, very, very appreciative. Very grateful. What's up, Stris? 
Yeah, it's, it's, it, I think it's fantastic that he still has both of his parents. It's a blessing in itself, you know? Yeah, Especially man. he's got this relationship with his son where they get to go do things together and are sharing a life together. That's, I mean, honest to God, he's, he, in the eyes of uh, the wise man, he is a very, very rich man. Very absolutely, man. Fantastic. Good for you, Jay Riz, man. And, and to everybody that's listening to this after the fact over at Hameen Media, what's up? Uh, happy birthday. Uh, to you if you have one but uh more importantly um well not more importantly but still uh happy thanksgiving to all of you um make sure you're you're eating a ton and and thank you for hanging with the 1111 boys what what are you most thankful for stridge oh uh, well uh thankfully i get to spend like a lot of time with my family it'd be great to see everybody it'll be the first time getting to see my little brother and his new wife since they've been back from their honeymoon and uh, it'd be great to see my niece and my nephew, who I haven't seen since the wedding a few weeks ago. You know, they didn't know they didn't marry themselves. And my little brother got married and they came to the wedding. So, right. Which, and uh, yeah, it'd be great to see everybody there and um, have a feast and uh, have a great time with everybody. Watch some football, get stuffed, way, way too stuffed. And then uh, have a few days off before having to go back to work, which is great. So it's going to be a good time. How about yourself? Man. I am very grateful. I, I I had a hell of a year, ups and downs, but still a great year. It's not even done yet. Lord willing, we get to finish it out strong. You know, I, I graduated school. You know, I got a new job, right? I had some health issues, but I'm getting better. You know, uh, what else we got? Um, family's doing well. You know, we launched freeworld.fm. People still listen to the Infinite Fringe, even though I don't put up episodes half as often. And I'm very grateful for that. You know, I'm trying. I'm trying. America Unplugged is growing, ex- growing exponentially, so I'm thankful for that. We're la- we launched Free World, like I said. Um, I, I mean, I, I've had an eventful year. You know, it, it, it's been. Oh, we did a Free World NYC. That was fun. Um, you know, my 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 grandmother turned ninety three. Or 91, I'm not sure. One of the two, <laughs> you know, and uh, and, and we, we still have that going on. You know, uh, my kids are doing great in school. You know, my, my eldest started college, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, time flies when you're having fun, man, you know, but uh, yeah, man. But we're doing it, you know, and I'm, I'm very grateful. I'm, I'm also very grateful with for my teams, you know, and it, I say my teams, but it's, it's literally – you know, my, my co-host in all of this, I'm, I'm grateful for Striz and I'm grateful for Bells that we're doing WLR again. It's very fun. You know, we we, we, uh, we, we used to have thousands and thousands and thousands of downloads. And ever, ever since the Hami Media uh, site, the original one went down, it's not the same. So we've been doing it, you know, pretty much to, to hang with, with, with the hardcore listeners and to hang with each other. And it's always a pleasure to do that, you know. Um, and 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 I have my America Unplugged crew. You know, um, I'm very grateful for Tony. Who, who, shit, I don't know what I would be doing if it wasn't for Tony. You know, and uh, and Don Jeffries, who who uh, is a legend, fucking legend, that 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 hangs with me every week, just cuts. You know, <laughs> um, uh, and uh, and the PW Hustle, my guys, Eight Track Brown and the Professor, who whom are the people that I broke into this whole thing with. You know, and. Uh, a-Track is doing his thing, you know, I mean, he he's hard to put up with a lot of times, but he's doing his freaking thing, you know, and the professor 
is always doing his thing off to the side, you know, and, and we come together and do PW hustles from time to time. And hopefully we get on a schedule for that at some point. I don't know when I'll be able to do that, but, but, um, but uh, you know, those, those are my, my, my teams that I roll with, you know, so very grateful for all three uh, sets of, of people that I broadcast with and that I get to do things with, you know, so uh, I'm blessed. Shriz, the Lord treats me better than I deserve. And I hear uh, that, brother. And I, I realize that, and, and I try to improve every day, even though I'm a piece of shit, Strizz. I try, you know. I, 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 try really hard. I try really hard, man. But uh, but I'm very grateful for everything. So I'm gonna have a hell of a time. I'm gonna sit down, eat, probably watch some some football. I have one fantasy football team that I'm actually in contention with. I've had a horrible, horrible year, uh, injuries and and bad luck. Uh, but uh, there's one team that I'm right there. I'm right there. I'm one step away from a from a playoff spot, and this is money. This is my big money league, so I would like to at least contend in the playoffs. Um, it's just, it's been tough. I have the most points scored against me in the entire league. Uh, <laughs> I just haven't had the luck, you know. But uh, I need a little bit of it, and and if I sneak in, you know, I just lost my tight end to uh, Andrews from Baltimore. Gone. But um, I, I'd love to, you know, sit down, watch some football, eat some food. Uh, and sleep for a little while. You know, I, I want to sleep and, and not do anything. It'd be dope. But I'm incredibly grateful. Grateful for the Striz. Grateful for Ben Hameen. Everybody, man. Stevie Richards, we're grateful for you, bro. What's up, big man? Hope you're doing well. Of course, Big Ray. I see him from time to time. We're grateful for him and Mr. Colin Wysong. Very grateful for Colin. You know, and uh, the the entire Hameen Media family. Thank you very much. Striz, we're getting up out of here. What do you got to tell right. these people? Where they can find you? Uh, find me um, on the X at Steve underscore. And, uh, yeah, we'll, I'll come up with another idea for shouts this coming week. And uh, let's see if we can get more people to uh, jump on and say hello. All right, man. And uh, Christmas is coming up. And then it's the Royal Rumble. And you know what we're going to do? Um, um, and, and this is not now. Not for next week. But when 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 it's Royal Rumble, um day you know the, the the week before the royal rumble we're gonna ask everybody to give us their royal rumble predictions ladies and gents and i can't wait it's gonna be so much fun and hopefully hopefully in april i go see the strays down in philadelphia and we're gonna have a good old time man it's gonna be dope uh, and uh, you can find me uh on the infinite fringe.podbeam.com and the infinite fringe on apple podcast you can find me america unplugged this Saturday, 12 p.m. Eastern, live on Rockfin uh, with um, John Hankey. And we're going to be talking about current events and, uh, of course, his, his new JFK documentary. We just put up a fringe with John Hankey and Don Jeffries on JFK. And um, it was dope because we got into a whole bunch of other things, not just JFK. Um, so you can find me there, freeworld.fm. Go check it out. We got a lot of stuff going on over there. And uh, Bells, you can find Bells on, on the Twitter. Spell out his name and you'll find him. Uh, you find Bells music, you know, um, and everything he's doing. You know, the, the, the most talented, the most raw talented uh, guy in podcasting, in my opinion. I think the guy should be way more famous than he is. I think he should be making a ton of money doing podcasts personally. Fuck you, Bells, if you hear this after the fact. Go to hell. I'll catch a punk ass down the road. All right, Strizz. We're getting up out of here. Uh, don't burn the place down while we're gone. Tell them what's up, Strizz. 
right? I like big boobies. He does. He does. And that's a good thing. It's a good thing. Big boobies are good. All right. 